What's up, everybody? This is Zach and Judah with Be A Light. We hope that you're having an awesome week. Last week, we talked about healthy, healthy relationships, and I've got the crew, the boys are back in town. We're going to be talking about that today. So let's jump into it. Me and Amy talked about it a lot last week. want to kind of get like your overview. I know you got some word here. So let's let's start here and then we'll we'll discuss. Cool. So I feel like the Lord gave me this <clears throat> earlier in the week. Here we go. Just as I created the division between night and day to contrast light and darkness. Healthy relationships cannot be fully understood without being compared with unhealthy relationships. Healthy relationships have boundaries. Unhealthy relationships are confining. Healthy relationships inspire change. Unhealthy relationships manipulate change. Healthy relationships seek mutual understanding. Unhealthy relationships result in one standing over the other. Healthy relationships are servitude while unhealthy relationships are lordship. Healthy relationships confront quickly that mercy, peace, and justice might reign. Unhealthy relationships do not confront properly. They harbor bitterness from delay or confront solely for self-victory. You have an enemy. Do not be unaware of his schemes to divide. Above all else, strive for unity. Sacrifice your right to win and receive my victory. Remove the beam out of your own eye that you might see clearly how to remove the speck of dust in your brother's eye. Approach one another with love being your only objective and watch me reign in every situation. Mm-hmm. That's good, my friend. And that's been the episode on healthy relationships. He said everything. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Like, right off the bat, like, you know, comparing unhealthy relationships to healthy relationships like i think that's the you know we've all had unhealthy like romantic relationships i think we've also had unhealthy platonic relationships with friends and everything um you know i I just think of previous you know companions that i had before amy and it was like you know, people that wanted to control me or I wanted to control them. And it took me learning how to really love to have a good relationship with Amy, you know, and not trying to control her or letting her control me, you know, because that, that was, you know, it, it, it goes one way or the other in the unhealthy side. But if you're right in line with one another, you're working together against a problem and not each other. While the problem was sitting there just eating popcorn. (laughs) 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 So what what did y'all get from that? That's that's the thing that kind of jumped out at me on it. Oh. Well. I think uh, one thing that I've learned a lot over years, and I'm still learning, I feel like it's something we have to understand is confrontation. Because hmm. um, there was a time in my life where I wouldn't confront at all. Yeah. And that would make me over time, it would bring me to a place where you wouldn't hear I had a problem until I was ready to 
bite you. <laughs> or yeah, so I was yeah. ready to just cut you off permanently. Mm-hmm. And, and I've had relationships in that way. But over time, I just realized if you confront someone early, like immediately, they're rarely actually super defensive. Usually when you come at them from the standpoint of love and you say, like, you did this to me, like you hurt me. If you come from the point of you hurt me instead of you trying to fight them, they're almost taken aback that you would be so transparent and say that to them. And then they almost always apologize and then just, and then after you do that, the relationship seems better than it ever was. Yeah. Then if you don't confront, it turns into a fungus growing in there. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. A yeast. Something that's like a, a substitute for the real thing. Judah, what about you? Um, that's been my the worst time I've ever had in my life. Have been my romantic relationships because um I'm not good at them. Be point blank and honest, but the reason I wasn't good at them is because um well I think one reason we ha- we even entertain unhealthy relationships is because we need the affirmation mm. that might come from the other person and we might even hold out for oh, that yeah. to come when it really that person if we when we get once we get out of it we go they didn't even have the ability to give <laughs> what I was looking for and so what I've learned um is like we said like I try to confront things as soon as I hear about them so that mm-hmm. my mind doesn't go anywhere. Because my mind is really good. <laughs> I go in here, there, and everywhere. But if yeah. I bring it up and go, I heard this. I need to bring it. Help. <laughs> yeah. I don't care how crazy I sound at first. I need to get it out of my head, into the open. Because if I sit on it, I'm not going to go, man, everything's just going to be okay. And when I talk with them, usually I'm like, oh, they said what? <laughs> yeah. It's on. Like, you know, my brain's like, we, we done. All right. I've cut ties in my head. If I let myself sit on it, and then yeah. the Lord's like, stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Stop <laughs> and go to them. Um, and so, to be honest, guys, I'm, I don't feel very strong on this subject to actually offer anything because yeah. I myself am learning healthy relationships and like I've maintained by the Lord's grace probably <laughs> healthy <laughs> relationships over the years but that probably has been my my best thing is like that I have like cuz when I'm just platonically friends with someone granted I don't want to lose them I've been trying to learn how to transfer that over into an actual relationship with the same way you know he and I have grown over the years yeah and now we're at a place where like we can blow up on each other probably and still be okay. Yeah. But I'm not used to that in an actual relationship. Yeah. And I have a lot, um, had a lot, is a lot less now over the years. It's, it's been less and less and less and less. A lot of insecurity mm-hmm. and needing to sell myself to that person. Yeah. Because I need to, if you're not, because I grew up, I got told, I know this is just, it really is focused on this because I don't have much else to offer. I got told I was gay. My entire childhood, <laughs> because I could never get in a relationship. Yeah, and so to make myself seem like I'm just like everyone else, 
I would try to get in a relationship and be the, I like when I look back now, I was one of those guys who's like, oh, girls don't like the nice guys. No, they don't like the weird dudes who think they're nice guys who are really just trying to get in a relationship to make themselves feel better, yeah. but have no capability to actually maintain a relationship. And they're usually boring. I was all of those things. I had an inability to main, maintain a relationship because I wasn't going in it with a, I'd actually like to get to know you. It was more of a, I need you to be in my life to make me feel better to I have status yeah. so I can feel normal in life. Mm-hmm. And I don't care about you as a person. And I had pornography degrading my mindset. So when yeah. I do look at you, I only see you, and this has been proven, <laughs> You look literally when you have that and you, yeah. you're in that, you look at woman as a tool. Yeah. And so my mind was so bad, and I've had to come out of that and renew my mind. Mm-hmm. And this, I'm nowhere near that now. <laughs> like, I'm so much better. But, and the Lord's literally had to like redeem that um, yeah. in my mind. And so, like, that, but I think it's important for me to even say this stuff because that's, what, that's where our culture's at. Oh, yeah, definitely. Hook up please me you don't please me bye yeah when healthy relationships i'm not in this because shad does anything for me like as a friend i'm yeah. not in this for you guys for do anything for me mm-hmm. but because we get to just be with each other yeah we get to hang out and be open and i can be my weird self i can yeah. say the weird things and y'all aren't like oh no, I don't want him on this. <laughs> Y'all are like, <laughs> we've changed the address. <laughs> um, yeah, or like, you know, because I think a healthy relationship is when someone's committed to see the person through. Yeah, to be like, not make that first initial judgment and mm-hmm. go, nah, that's <laughs> and write them off. Yeah, um, and I think because I was just thinking about that when you, I don't think. The issue is healthy relationships. It's unhealthy people. Mm-hmm. And we need to be healthy in ourselves. Yeah, For one, definitely. I think a growth in a Christian is when you can go to someone and the Lord says, be friends with them. And they are the anti-type of you, yeah. the opposite of you. And he's like, be friends with them. And you're like, okay. Or, and like, I'll stop with this, but with my mom and, and I love my mom and, I would joke on her all the time for how much she talks. Yeah. And the Lord one day told me, he's like, stop that. And I still every now and then, but like I used to just rail on her and like actually get mad because she would just go and go and go and go. And I would get annoyed by it, but that's just, that's just the way she shares. And like the Lord had to like, like I tell you all the time, he had to give me his heart for her. Yeah. And I had to begin to see and be like, man, that's just the way she shares. She wants you to be a, it, one of her constant in communication. That's just how she loves. It's one of her yeah. languages is personal time and talk. And after that, I was like, mom, talk away. Talk during the movie, during the main part, during the best part. Get my attention and talk to me. But it's also because once I actually let that happen, I began to see because we 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 went to a, we went to see Iron Man. I think the first one or the second one. This one guy, just random young man, probably like maybe in his thirties, sat mm-hmm. next to my mom, and by the end of the movie, he seemed more like her son than I did. Hmm. But that's because if I would have just been annoyed by her constant chatter, I would have never seen that she actually has the ability to make people open up. Yeah. Because she's so open (laughs) and kind. And so I think if we, in order to have healthy relationships, we need to 
push past and let the Lord push us past those places where we're like, oh, no, that's my annoyance. And we, like, form what friends we can have because we're like, these people don't annoy me, so I can have them. You can, the Lord, bring other people for them. Bless them, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> be filled. Be warm. And then they ain't giving you nothing because I got my friends over here. Yeah, bless their heart. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, yeah. And I think one of the biggest things is we have to work on ourselves through God, not yeah. just like, oh, well, I'm on my – my self-help. Yeah, no. That's... No, it, it's through God to bring us there because he's going to prune us. Yep. He's going to find the thing that's like, you don't need this in your life. This is what I'm calling you to be, so I'm going to build you through yeah. these steps. It's that pruning, which he talks about many, many times. <clears throat> but to have a real healthy relationship with God first, and I know that's definitely helped mine and Amy's relationship, is our, my my relationship with God has helped me love Amy more because mm -hmm. I'm experiencing God's love. Yep. And then I'm like, this is what real love feels like. Yeah. So it's like, I want to give my wife that same sort of love. Yep. And I'm nowhere near the point where God is because yeah. he is love. But it's like, I'm trying to love her more mm -hmm. to be more like God in that, that way. Yeah. But I remember other relationships and it like it you know it's just trying to get the affirmation yeah when this person was not good for me yep. when they were toxic mm -hmm. when they you know i i didn't want even want to be around my family because they made me think a certain way about my family yep. and it's it's you know the enemy using people you know using spirits to attach yep. to people and it's, it's not that person, it's just the spirits that have been attached to yep. them. And I you know I can look at several relationships before mine and Amy's, and even the beginning of mine and Amy's relationship wasn't where it should be, where it is now. And it's just like, wow, looking at it, it's like, those were really unhealthy. Yeah. You know, and I know we've talked about it a few times, Amy is off on playing director right now, that's why I keep doing this. <laughs> but... Like we, we did not live the life that we should have, you know, there was always this constant fear. Am I right? It's always this constant fear of, you know, are we going to stay together? Yeah, you know, and it, 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 and that's not how God is. God's like, I'm here for the long haul. Committed, yep. Even if you go, you go over there, guess what? I'm going to meet you there and I'm going to be with you while you're walking over there. Yeah. <laughs> like I am everywhere yeah. all the time. And I, I think that's a big thing is just not being afraid to bring stuff to God because yeah. he's not going to, well, you're a devil. You know? <laughs> like he, he doesn't shame or mock or, yeah. you know, guilt us. That's not his way. He's, he's like, hey, this is going on. I'm going to help you through it. Yeah. You know, and I, I think once we understand that's how the father looks at us and we start using that with all of our other relationships, it just opens up a lot of doors. Yeah. This happened just yesterday, maybe the day before. You mentioned uh, the Lord had to correct you on how you viewed your mom. Mm -hmm. uh, just the other day, I was uh, at my house and I was complaining about some people with another person. And after we finished complaining, that same person started complaining about my cat. And I was like, hey! 
You wait on a minute. That's the way God made that cat. And you don't need to be calling him out for just the way he was created. And it's like hitting my head like what the Lord was doing. <laughs> and I was like, I can't believe you. Like that defensiveness rose up inside of me when someone wants to bash my cat, you know? Yeah. How much more when we talk about his children. Yeah. <laughs> And that's why he tells us, he says, show love first to the mm. believer and then to the unbeliever. He, he makes, there's that point that's made through the uh, New Testament multiple times. And I think, I was thinking about that because we've been meditating on healthy relationships. And I think it's important because the unbeliever, we're so focused on doing kind acts to them, which is great. Mm-hmm. But the reason people were getting saved left and right, yes, for the miracles, but it's because they saw their love for, they shall know they're my disciples. If Jesus said this, I think it's pretty important. They shall know they're my disciples by their love for one another. Not because they healed like a thousand people and did all these things. No, their love. Yeah. Because love can be caught on camera and off camera. Love Mm -hmm. can be believed when just heard. Yeah. And I I know we've talked about Kanye a few times in the last few Mm -hmm. weeks. Kanye Weast. But his uh, lay hands on me or get your, what is it? Hands on. Hands on. There we go. I like that song, yeah. It points out how Christians, yeah, the body of Christ has received him or is going to receive him, people that he went to, and it's like the Christians will be the first ones to judge me. Yeah. And it's like, that shouldn't be how it is. Yeah, I wish, the, you know. <laughs> you know, it shouldn't be how it is. It should be, man, I'm so glad that you are, you know, part of the body, part of the kingdom, mm-hmm. and I'm excited, you know, how can I help you yeah. during this time? Because that the start of anyone's walk with Christ is is difficult in a yeah. way where it's like you're having to retrain everything. You know, some things are instant. Like yep. I used to cuss like a sailor, which I know my mom didn't know that for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that was just something like automatically it was gone. Yeah. But other things I had to work on. Yeah. And I'm still working on, you know, and it's like Man, Kanye is doing something awesome. But it's not just Kanye. Yeah. It's everybody that's walking with God. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just loving the body. Yeah. Because the body is like, oh, well, they sinned. They fell short. You need to fix that. Yeah. It's like, brother, let me help you up. Mm-hmm. Sister, let me help you up. That's how it should be. And some of the greatest, <coughs> like I'm going back to this point, but some of the greatest and healthiest relationships I've ever got in my life or with people who I initially was like, nope. <laughs> Big old nope went up. Yeah. And then they became, like, I don't think it happened with you, but, like, other people. It was me. They, I, be- I know who you're <laughs> talking about. <laughs> they became, like, great friends. And are, there's few people, I don't want to mention even where I know them, few people now who are recent who are coming into my life who typically, if I went on my own, leaned on my own understanding, my own judgment, I would be like, eh, I'll see you. Um, another just example of um, my sister when she started going to IHOP and she lived over there she would come visit we would fight every time she came in town every time because and then like I would always get this this feeling that she's like I'm from IHOP and I learned from teachers and I I, I," and I'm like cool I don't care so we would like boom butt heads and I would literally dread for her to come home my own sister for like Six years, it seemed. I probably wasn't six years, but I'm not good with that stuff. 
it just seemed every time she came home, we about to duke it out, and I'm gonna win. And she thinks she's gonna win. Ultimately, <laughs> you know, but no, that's the, you know what yeah, I'm saying. You, like, no, ultimately, no, yeah. both thought we were winning, but like, but then like one year, she came home, and I it's like in my heart I decided doesn't matter what she says, I don't want to fight. That's my sister, and I love her. And she came home and like had the same thing. Like we, I think it's we just enjoyed each other, and like now we can still have those talks, but now we're yeah. learning how to just instead of just be like, here's my knowledge and your knowledge. Oh, let's combat them. Yeah, <laughs> we're like. Oh, I've been thinking on this. Okay, well, I think on this because, like, my sister, she has a really good lie detector within her, mm-hmm. you know. And it's not even a fully a lie detector. It's like even if you half believe, granted, I do too because we call each other on this stuff. But like, if you half believe something, or if you're like come with a new idea, her like red flag goes up, and like she'll call you on it. My sister ain't afraid to call nobody on nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but and so so like, it's just in those times. What I love about the Lord is the what I want to consider making a friend and healthy relationships is just smooth sailing. Yeah. I have never gotten a friend through smooth sailing. I have never gotten a healthy relationship through smooth sailing. I have never been in a relationship. Granted, I don't have any relationships to go back to that have been like really solid, to be honest. Yeah. But I know that I'm never going to get an actual healthy romantic relationship and have smooth sailing. Well, you wouldn't have a good sailor if he didn't know how to sail rough in, a, in a storm, yeah. in a rough seas, you know. You have to learn. Yeah. And learning from the father what a healthy relationship is, you know. He's over there showing you how to, you know, hook everything up, how to yeah. hoist the mainsail, you know, turn this, do this, do that, batten down the hatches when stumps comes, you know, like – you have to have somebody to train you, yeah. and that starts with God. In all honesty, I almost look forward to those times now. The older I get, the more I'm like, I, I, I well, not that I'm like, man, I can't wait for them to come. I'm like, but I know they're gonna come, and I know that I can mm. get through them yeah. if both parties are, are are doing their part. You know, yeah. actually going through it. Yeah, they've proven that like something that really helps a relationship develop is going through things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, just having experiences together causes the relationship to be better. Um, you know AJ pretty well. They mm-hmm. are acquaintances with him. Like, AJ came into my life as, like, a big brother. Mm. And I was probably, I was, like, 22. <clears throat> happened, I think. And a young man. Yeah. He told me up front, he was like, I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm not friends with someone until we fight. <laughs> 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 so, like, this is, AJ is the reason I learned confrontation. Because if he's listening, I know he'll laugh, but he has a way of irritating people on a level that I've never met another human that can. <laughs> <laughs> he has a way yeah. of overstepping boundaries in a way that I've never seen anyone else do. If you talk to him, he says, I'm a lot of overs. I'm overwhelming. I overstep boundaries. I'm over this. I'm over that. Not many unders. I'm all over <laughs> 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 It's really funny when he says it. Yeah. But, um,. He was right, though, and that was my journey of learning confrontation. Um, there's a reason why I was saying that. What were you just saying? I don't, I don't lost my train of thought. Talking about my sister growing. Oh, yeah, going, just going through yeah, things. Yeah, going like, through things, yeah. Like, until you hit that rough patch, you don't know whether or not you're really mm-hmm. in the long haul with that person or not. Yep. If you can fight with someone, confront someone, and you get to the other side of that, you realize that 
they're not just in it for themselves. Yeah. They're yeah. willing to work it out with you. Yeah. It's like metal. Like they have to temper the metal. They have to, you know, beat the metal. They have to heat it up. They have to mold it into whatever it's going to come become. And then it has strength. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what about, I mean, now we can see that after we've talked all that, Jesus, I mean, God's relationship with us, we don't afford him the same as we do other mm-hmm. humans. We're like, he's God. He should just be cool all the time. Granted, he is. Yeah. But there's the, if the same way that we go through that stuff and there's growth, what if he, he also doesn't want to just be like, because yes, he does provide everything, but he also doesn't want to be seen as a sugar daddy. I don't got a better yeah, word. Yeah. <laughs> Magic <laughs> space wizard. Yeah. He doesn't want to be seen as that. He truly is a father. But if yeah. I hang out with my father and every conversation is, you going to get me this? Lord, can you get me? I mean, if you can get me this, dad, if he, I, no, that's not relationship. <laughs> that's bank account. That's sticking an ATM in yeah. essentially is what we've got him down to. And so does he want to provide all those things? And if we get a healthy mindset with him, we will see all the good and because he says all good and perfect gifts come from me. So he's not, yeah. he's not saying I hide anything. He's saying they all do. I got the cattle on a thousand hills, but then he's saying something else, but he's saying, but that's not what I want you to see. Mm. Go away from you. Work of iniquity. I never knew you. Yeah. And so I'm like, <laughs> just connected with me. The relationship that we want, that bank account, that yeah. is the son that took his inheritance and went out yep. and blew it all. But the relationship that he has for us is when that son comes back. Yeah. And still he loves him. Yep. Doesn't matter what we did when we we're here. Mm-hmm. He still gave. But it's not about the blessings. Yeah. It's not about those things. It's that relationship when he comes back and he sees that father for a father, not yeah. just the the bank account. Because I think that's something we all got to get past. Let me take it on that, too. So then we show, because that actually is a very good sign of healthy. There's the one son who took it, but there's the other son who came and said, I've been here the whole time, and I never did anything bad, and you didn't give me nothing. And he's like, but you've had everything this entire time. Mm-hmm. So there becomes the side where we use him as an ATM. There's other side where we were like, we've been such good boys mm-hmm. and we, we, I've never used anything of your house. And we make ourselves like servants. Yeah. See the one son wanted to become a servant. The other son essentially was saying, I've been a servant to you yeah. and haven't been a son. Mm-hmm. So there's that coming, that healthy, actually learning. Let's not use him as an ATM, but let's not bring ourselves to servitude. Yeah. There's a middle where, when he says something, you just want to do it. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> well, and even Jesus and God did this where he called, Jesus called the disciples his friends. Yeah. And he, God even called Abraham his friend. Yeah. That's where God wants us to be mm-hmm. because if we're in that servant mentality, you, you look at freshly minted Christians. Mm-hmm. When they start, God's just like, like just blessing and just bringing in that (laughs) relationship. And then we're looking at them just like, well, you know, I've been here. I've been, (laughs) I've been toiling. And that's where he's like, you don't have to toil. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, you're right. God, (laughs) he wants that friendship. He wants that relationship. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to point out one more thing from this, the, um, the log in your eye, the the 
and the you know spec i think so many times instead of looking at our own problems we want to point out everybody else's problems instead of just going to God and be like, Hey God, and this thing's like sticking yeah. out of our eye. We're like I need help with this. I, I think that's, we've only got a few more minutes. Let's just talk real quick about like, how do we go about addressing issues in our own life that needs fixing? Well, you know, I'm in a unique situation right now where God's placed me with a group of people, my family, where he's wanting to use me to show them the light and to help them live better lives. Like, I understand there are different ways of doing things, Come. but they aren't always receptive and will point out my flaws when I try to correct them. Come. So, like, part of it is just, I mean, just calling like it is the situation they're in they just don't have a heart to receive what the lord has to say yeah but like on my end i have to be walking in a certain way if i'm going to try to apply that correction yeah they're just going to say you're being a hypocrite Mm -hmm. even even if i have the spec and they have the log as long as there's something there they're going to try to point it out yeah what if we i just just came to my mind what if we address both at the same time but we make ours seem like the log and theirs seem like the speck. Like, in a sense, you know? Like, yeah. well, actually, that's what he said. Essentially, in that moment, we address whatever, because usually, if we're addressing something, it's usually from confrontation or from... Un- and so if we go, yeah. man, this is... <laughs> kunk! <laughs> what I deal with. And then it just... They're usually ready to go, oh, man, I have... It's like they throw theirs down, too. Yeah, and so you don't even have to address it. You kind of bring up yeah. yours, and they want to bring up theirs. There's like, oh, this has been getting on my, uh, um, yeah, man. Yeah, and then boom, <laughs> it's it's resolved mm-hmm. because, and you didn't have to do anything. You talked about yourself. Yeah, if you like, it says confess your sins mm-hmm. one to another. Yeah, it doesn't say confess their sins one to another. It goes, man, hey, this is what I've been dealing with. Every time I usually people are usually. Very receptive. If I'm very like, I'm dealing with this. They're like, oh, well, let me, I'm dealing with this too. Like, I don't know. They yeah. want to add to the pot. <laughs> yeah, I think transparency is huge because I, I know when I teach on Sunday mornings, if I'm transparent about myself, yeah. I can tell the people are receiving. But I've also been in services where pastors put themselves on this. I have done nothing wrong. Yeah. And people are like, they don't receive as much. Mm-hmm. And I think there's also, it's this kind of double-edged thing. We can't be self-deprecating yep. to try to get people to hear what we're saying. Yeah. Because uh, I know some people are like, you know, well, I'm having this problem. And they beef it up. And yeah. it's like, God's <laughs> like, what are you doing? He's like, you know what I mean? So I think being transparent but not deprecating ourselves is is a good way to go about, you know, coming together, mm-hmm. confessing our sins one to another, because that builds up the body. You know, yeah. we're sharpening each other, you know, as we're going through life. You okay, my brother? You no, know, I just, something just hit me in my own situation. As you guys know, I mean, most of this walk is having our incorrect <clears throat> images of God wiped away so we can see him clearly. Yeah. yeah. It changes everything. Yeah. I was just thinking... In my situation, and I'm sure in many other people's situations, 
we are wanting to confront and correct people without like that real solid relationship with them where they mm. know we love them mm-hmm. that's just reinforcing their image of God but it's like he just wants to correct everything oh that's, that's good that's exactly what my mentor Pete Peters told me when I was younger he said because I would watch he'd only certain people he would just love on certain people he would correct and he's like I never unless the Lord directs me to I never correct someone unless I know them and actually mm-hmm. have a relationship with them and I, I took that <laughs> and I've told multiple people that and I've said you don't have grounds like in their life they'll come in like, you don't have grounds I'm like you, you don't have grounds in their life to speak that way I understand yeah. what you're saying go love them first and yeah. then say it yeah. Like when the Lord gives you the time to. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> people want to know they're loved yeah. first and foremost. And that's how God shows it to us. He loves us first. Mm-hmm. And then he starts fixing. He starts working with us. Yeah. And that's I know, good. And we don't have much time. But Romans 2, that's essentially Romans 2, 4. His loving, kindness, forbearance, and patience leads men to sin. So if, mm-hmm. if that's the way God does it, this way we should do it. Because mm-hmm. we'll find out usually the love ends up correcting the very issue. Because yeah. they had a love deficit. They were like broke. <laughs> yeah. They had no money to fix this problem. Mm-hmm. But you begin to invest love mm-hmm. into them. And then they then had the money to go, man, I've had this problem. I've been wanting to fix, but I didn't have any money to do it. Yeah. And then they were able to fix it. And you don't even got to address it. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, when we see, that's from the Lord, guys. If we <laughs> see someone, and we see something needs to be correct, we need to invest the love that we yeah. have. Because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Mm. <laughs> there was a debt in the world of love. They were loveless. And so they still are. They aren't receiving his love. But if we just give it, man, you need to take all, you know. Yeah. Eventually, they're just going to be like, man, I started correcting myself, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, there you have it. Chef press out. Father, I just thank you that you can just help us to know you clearly, see you clearly, that we can love other people, so we can overflow the love that you have onto them, so they might know you, God, because going to be difficult for us to have right relationships with other people if we don't have a right relationship with you and uh, so yeah i just thank you for helping us all carry that out in jesus name amen amen well there you have it everybody hope you enjoyed the episode if you did share it with somebody that you love you want them to hear this and we have an audio version of this. If you're a podcaster, I know some people get to listen while they're at work. So check that out. Be a light show uh, on any podcast service around the globe. Hadn't got to say that in a long time, <laughs> uh, but check it out. We also have a Patreon that you can support us. We're going to be putting up a lot of stuff there. Uh, the episodes will come out a week early on Patreon. So you can get a week early there check it out and be like oh so good then you get the next one you're like ah and everybody else is like in this like time vault where they're like behind but you're ahead like you're in the kingdom of god (laughs) thank you cut the clip clip. (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much we appreciate you this has been zach and judah have a blessed week goodbye